0: On Africa and African wildlife, it's like what a crazy place Hold on a yeah. where all the nutty thing. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Your main man, Rico Rocks. This is surprise episode 11. But let's see if I can make a full episode out of this because I am just waiting on the bat signal and I will have to extinguish the session. But until then, hello. What up, motherfuckers? I dropped my cactus yesterday looking for stuff. Knocked over the vase. I didn't break him. But he's sad and he's hurting. And I just, it hurts to see somebody you care about hurting. So my cactus is just sitting here looking at me. I don't know. I hope he's all right. He's starting to get a, his colors starting to fade. I don't know what happened when he fell. He might have got scared. Knocked him over on accident. Whoops. Whoopsie. Whoopsie poopsie. So. <clears throat> I'm going to try this. Beak up enough it is the mic is a little far but I'm just waiting on the signal like I said so what is up I actually got me some wine tonight first time I got wine in a while yeah yeah It's your main man Rico rocks coming at you live folks episode 11 But like I said, it might not be a full episode. Let's see if this one makes it. I am hearing things. I'm hearing noises. Constantly tonight. I'm just kidding. Come on, folks. Relax. Relax. But, so, I've been riding the longboard, this longboard, this Airwalk brand longboard I have. I've been skateboarding with it for, like, last week. going so awesome. Sorry, folks. I was just hearing noise for real that time. The other times I was kidding. This time I hear noise for real. But we'll just ignore it for broadcast and see. Because I'm as long as I'm broadcasting, I can't die. That's the that's the key to my immortality. As long as I hold the mic, I'm invincible. So, but the thing is, here you take the mic. I'm gonna pass it. Just kidding. I'm still here. But this is That's some homage to Lil Peep. Some homage to Lil Peep. I don't know if you guys know who Lil Peep is. Lil Peep, Lil Peep, L I L Peep. P E E P. Lil Peep. He's He's honey, he's baby for sure. He's daddy. Like I can say that confidently. I'm not saying he's my daddy, but he's daddy. To some. As a To some. He's the he's the sad boy prince. And the day I heard about little Peep it was the day he died. Which is like I was quite glad to find about him find out about him. But there was no recognition before his passing. And anyone who knows the Peep, is he he knew it was up. He, he for some reason, knew. I believe that he, his songs had a message that he was terminally ill. And that he was going to die no matter what, so he was just going hard. And that's what I gather personally from his me- lyrics. And he was such an inspiration, and that's my dude. God boy click till my lungs collapse God boy click it's just he is so good so that's god boy click juice world and stuff too but definitely so I was talking about we got the red wine popping and I said I was talking about hearing noises yeah definitely. So I have some SD card issues on my phone I had about 20 gigs of porn on my phone downloaded just for I was just like that's the in case the world collapses and what do you have on physical file you always have to keep some files for in case well next thing you know the whole SD card just stopped working and then I was like okay maybe that one was getting overworked or something well then I had a brand another one that I've never used a 32 gigabyte SD card never once has been used I just stuck it in this fucking son of a bitch does not read it it says there's no SD card so I don't know if the phone the SD card for some reason is just out of whack or if these two SD cards are bunk what the fuck the problem is there but fuck it god boy click till my lungs collapse yeah I'm gonna go if so I'm sipping this wine feeling good I'm gonna head out too it's about 3 in the morning I would say around 6 o'clock I'll go head out for a workout I gave myself a couple days of business in house work but really I just kind of wanted company right now because I'm waiting for this like I said bat signal I'm waiting for a call and I'll be summoned to this next adventure and it could be in two seconds from now it could be 20 minutes so I kind of just wanted your podcast base listeners presence here so this one it's not riveting and exciting with all kinds of details but I'll tell you what you sit back with your big nigga uncle Rico racks and who knows Bear with me, folks. Two seconds here. I am gathering my thoughts for just a moment, because <laughs> a part of me just wants to fade into the to the abyss and just crumble and pixelate mentally as I for more wine. But now that I've, I'm kind of a showman, now that I've started an episode, I kind of wanna I want to just get it done. But at the same time, I don't want it to be boring in the time it takes for me to regather here. So, what should I talk about? If not, then I must have to call it a night because I figure you guys could sit back with me and kick it. Well, I wait for this bad signal. But then, it's just that air. Because I just want to sit back and be like, what the. But then that is not what you guys can't really just sit there in silence. I have to at least have a dialogue going. So I pass the time with you in some kind of translatable sense. But I'm at high rates of fucked up bitch Not not terribly, I'm in a very sustainable rate, I believe. Just had I haven't had red wine in a while. It's thick. It's so nice. Oh, man, just even now as I speak, I just feel just seeping deeper and deeper into my fucking bloodstream. It's quite nice. It's it's quite invigorating. So my voice, I'll tell you what, I feel like sometimes I do sound raspy just a bit raspy but not all the time definitely not all the time i've been particularly i just was done breaking up eating fast so my nutrition levels were depleted let alone instead of getting drinking a bunch of water i'm drinking a bunch of wine so with that being said with that being said about that is the the hydration levels so I've been listening to some podcasts and I hear, keep hearing about this thing called hot yoga warm yoga and I was like okay I already understand the concept of doing things in undesirable conditions so that way you can be hard and in better, easier conditions, you already be, it, it'll be extra easy if you're training the toughness. So that's a basic conceptual thing. That's the, the idea of a weighted vest while running up a mountain tent or trying to not bust a nut right away in the first three strokes. Damn, I think that was too funny. I lost my whole training time. Damn, I'm sitting there just like scared. Oh, man, what the fuck did I he do? What the hell brought me even into that, folks? All right, let's bring it back here. So I said, I said, I said, oh, hold on a second, guys. I'm chilling. Then I was like, what the fuck did I was talking about? I was like, hey, yeah, what's up, it's Rico Rock. And I was talking about something. I was talking about something. Was it eating? Was it eating? Were talking about food? I was talking about some bullshit or what? That still had something to do with coming quick. What the hell? The fuck was I talking about? I'm gonna look, go back and be like, damn, kid. That one slid me because I started just picturing me busting, fucking just going at Rampage Jackson on the ass, just diving deep into the pussy offense. Completely. Dude, I'm even getting, like, I could feel a, just a tumor in my head bleeding out just because of how, like, dumb my thought went. Just, just thinking to be plowed to a bitch. Oh, my God, folks. That is the beauty of uh, distraction and imagination. But no. I had to bring that up for a certain reason. And I, uh, the only thing I kind of draw near is, like, it was some sense of I knew what the fuck I was talking about. But on that statement. I had to do something If I ain't about skateboard, try drinking red wine. i was smoking. About fucking bitches. I have no clue, folks. I'm fucking salty right now. It's I don't know, damn, dude. I don't usually let it go like that. I, it's a good thing of mine. I, I usually get it back. What the fuck was I about to say? Folks, send me some help here. If you guys are laughing at me. All right, so the process goes to pull it back. Instead of saying, I give up. This is beautiful. All right, folks. This is, not, this is the, the rest of the episode. I want to show you that there is a process to get pulling that back. Now I've already started a whole new dialogue. And I guarantee the thing I forgot i will pull it back think i'm joking this is how how i do it is i cling back to the last thing any clue any clue even the most minuscule of clues, because you think well just i know oh, i could keep remembering that one clue but that doesn't give me no other clue so it's futile but check this out so boom i know for a fact i said something about a guy busting too quick and i meant that in a, so then i start analyzing the clue Was it raspy voice? Cause, cause see, and I just cause I remember now, I remember something else I was talking about, so now I could follow another clue. So now I put myself back in the conversation. More, and now it's like, yeah, you guys, my voice is raspy. Sometimes I, my voice be sounding raspy. I know y'all remember that. And I was like, so how do I get from raspy to like come, look, come with a come a come and pump see, I like with me? I something, something about women sex something about women, raspy women Lil Wayne raspy Miley Cyrus god damn it I don't know folks the reason I was thinking about raspiness though, oh man Miley Cyrus that's my baby if anybody ever out there knows Miley Cyrus tell her I w- I'm going seriously w- holler at her that I'm a weird mystic and I got plenty I, I do what I do but at the same time no one gets me no no like every girl I, I'm honest with them I tell her how they're just beyond and they even admit to me that I am but Miley Cyrus I love you baby so folks With that being said what the fuck was I talking about Damn. I lost my whole train of thought from that other day something about skateboards that must have been it, but I don't see how that comes with the coming thing, because that that's what keeps throwing me out. <laughs> I mentioned something about oh, and like a guy coming quick. Dad said that little punk punk shit, man. That shit got me all fucked up, cause I so then I just sat there in my head, patience, something, so something about nothing. Damn, I confused the shit out of myself. That's embarrassing, not uh, to be on an episode. Lose your train of thought and not be able to retrieve it because it's, I I don't. That's like un, un it's unprecedented. That's not that that doesn't happen. I always recall it back if I forget it, which leads me to believe I'll do it this time as well. No fucking bitches, dude. Bitches, bitches, bitches. Which ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Something about I was I like talking about. Oh, I'm gonna go work out possibly. And I, was, I was, my voice kind of raspy. Something about some girl out nah, there. Fuck it, I'm I'm done with it. I'm just going to go ahead and move on from it because I, I think this is a beautiful opportunity to accept loss, accept defeat, and mo- to show as a human, it, I take my tumbles and you guys on live tape got to see a very rare instance of where I couldn't recall using my technique, but I'm feeling some type of way and it is, fuck you, Can't, I, I don't know if I'll ever forgive you guys for this one. For now, I'm just kind of in the days, folks. So fuck you. Rico Rocks episode 11. Mm-hmm. Bad Signal. Man, the whole thing blew out of context. God damn it, folks. I don't even know what to do with you right now. But to say I love you. And yeah, I wouldn't be half of the Rico Rocks I was if it wasn't for myself. I don't give a fuck what happens to you because I don't fucking care. But can we still all get along, please? I promise. I will have nothing but the utmost respect for you. If you just stay the fuck out of my way. And stop trying to slow me down. Break those limits in your head. Or you'd be better off dead. the man in the mirror philosophy, there's a philosophy called the man in the mirror philosophy I invented. So, validation is something that humans seek. Now, sometimes it's positive validation. Sometimes it's not so positive. it drives people they just want to feel validated in their existence and that's just common sense look around you but now the beauty of validation is if once acknowledged instead of it being some Uncontrollable aspect in in the chaos theory realm. Now there's just one less piece that is in the chaos, in with amidst the chaos storm still, which is a controllable piece instead of a uncontrollable piece. And as it were, my mind is just having sin ass I'm just my mind is imploding because I can't remember my fucking beginning of my senses, you guys oh my gosh. Don't do drugs and drink and all kinds of shit at once. This is quite ridiculous. No, I don't still have a fucking chance. No fucking chance right now. What the fuck is happening? So what I got. This is what I get, fucking slamming this bottle. Oh, Rico rocks roadhouse. I roadhoused her. I roadhoused her, which is road. Everyone knows what roadhousing is. Everybody knows what roadhousing is. I was sure. But damn it, folks. So good to be here sitting back with you. Sitting back roadhouse. I said, say roadhouse. Uh, I was talking about validation, but what the fuck was I talking about validation for? Why did I want to bring validation? Because, yeah, you can control your validation. Most people want validation. So, okay, I pulled it back. Up with the thing I forgot about. I'm glad I got it second time. Well, the thing about it, folks, is you can turn validation into a powerful aspect of your Faculties instead of it being an anchor. I'm sorry I keep pausing and slowing down, folks, but I'm literally forgetting by the fucking end of my sentence before I can have it. That's the level of fucking. I just wanted to record in this in feeble states, too, because I know that as a family, we're growing together as the Rico Rocks episode 11 team. Although we'll only be this special little family for 45 minutes, you guys. So give me a hug. Thank you. But as it were, as I was speaking of, and as it was beginning, damn it. Mind blown, faded it could It's all I could get barely foreign words in my head right now. I can barely form words. I can barely hold my point, you guys. And I'm just, see, because this is the thing. Validation. For, okay, you guys, we're done with validation for today. Thank you. They will take notes on that next time. Next, we're going to get into, for episode 11, with the waves of the highs and lows. Ooh, powerful. Now, folks, if you've held on this long, quite a treat for you. This is one of the ancient, ancient philosophies, yet one of my most processed upon perceptors. It's called highs and lows. The ground just shook literally after I said that. The ground just went... You know what that means, right? Oh, yes. That it's deep is hell. so highs and lows also goes into the waves now because you have the high waves and the low tides the swells and bigger and deeper the swell a giant torrential wave with a huge spiral and pipe wave massive waves the size in the deep ocean the size of skyscrapers flipping giant boats but what they don't realize is for the bigger the wave, the deeper the swell and I conceptualized this quite young, and I always appreciated that, that if I could maintain during the low, the higher I would rise on the up. Now, let's look at it in a different way. The higher I climb, the harder I fall. So now that necessarily doesn't have necessarily anything to do with the wave at all, or highs and lows, because now that concept, which I also fucking admire, is... Not ups and downs. It's up, 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 up. As up as you care to take it, because just know that it's as intense as you take it high. The consequences of the fall. Now I've pushed both boundaries, folks. So excuse fucking me, okay? Excuse fucking me for trying to fucking do something. And even though I'm just a, f- I'm barely coherent, excuse me, okay, I feel that this is still amazing, that this is still amazing Have the way to do this, that me and my rawest is most pitiful form, it's amazing still, it's amazing still. I hope you guys feel the same way. And even if you don't, fuck it, who cares, right? I don't even. I don't even know what to say to anybody right now. Except for, pass me the bottle. Pass me the bottle. Now, I am completely relaxed and then i'm having i'm excited to be here talking to you so don't get your panties on but you think i'm going crazy i just can't as i'm salty i'm still pretty upset that i was my mind was in so many places earlier that it's like a miracle happened and i couldn't recall what i just was created and talking about and and this whole episode and this whole episode is kind of awesome because we're chilling while i'm waiting for this bad signal but the Thing is, I'm being distracted while I should be looking for the bad signal, folks. So, this is where I run into issues. I might just have to do this whole interview and then go home for the bad signal because I'm characterizing and what do they call it? Personificating a lot of things right now in that whole bad signal thing. I just hate dead air. That's what I was talking about. No, I, don't, I have no clue, folks. I can't even talk shit for myself. I have I, I to go back and listen and see what the fuck I was. I was like, and then all of a sudden I mentioned comment quick and lost it completely. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. What the fuck, kid? It's been pretty chill time, though. 352. 352. The year that Columbus said the ocean blew. So, I've already made it this far. I might as well just end off with the crispy, nice story to, with the episode since I was all super messed up the first 30 minutes. Give us a nice 10-minute story if you guys care to listen. So, I was a door-to-door Caribbean salesman when I was about... Twenty-two years old in California. It was actually the last time I lived in California up until recently, until this year. And I was a door-to-door salesman. In the, I initially, I remember if anyone went back and watched the Texas episode, where I was talking about the beer pong, naked in the bathtub fight can't try to fight Cannon story well I had a roommate canon in Texas and we were door to door salesmen and that's where I found the company Kirby it was in Texas well I did six months straight of door to door sales in Texas it was like okay I'm ready to get out of Texas moved to California and then found a company that was also Kirby and instead of me finding another job like I just was like hey I just did this. I went straight to the company dressed up in my suit listen folks I just did this in Texas hardcore, six months every day, 11 hours of six days, six days a week, one day off, hustling and the whole model. It was like a lifestyle. I had this whole, I was a curvy kid for six months. I was like, I know what's up. I've been cars every day. Like I know what's up to, to be on the team. The demos, everything, machine, everything. And I was primed. I was 100% trained up assassin, Kirby assassin. Had what they call a silver K, which is, I sold 15 of them. And that's lightweight for them. So I pretty much, it was like, instead of me putting effort into finding any kind of new career, I was like, I'm going to go see what's up with this Kirby office because well, maybe it was different. I was curious because in Texas, I seen it was an opportunity. I did six months in California. And I, was, I did the very first day that I came to California back a long time ago, first day out, I'm like, okay, they put me in a van, got to the neighborhood, boom, first, I did one demo that day, my first day for the company, they're like, okay, we'll see how you do, Texas kid, sold that new bitch, nigga, to a dude, husband loan, home loan, fucking no carpet in the house, he ended up returning it, canceling the sale. But I still was, like, came in with that old oh, first day, first sale. Boom, boom. Like, I'm not that rookie. Like, I could pull numbers. So then they got, I had a really high expectation or whatever. Long story short, a few months passed. I would just, one of the guys on the team having good times. Slanging Chrome. And they had, they had we said, okay, we're taking Vang Lee, which was a world record setting salesman, manager, the leader of the van, and put a bunch of the best of the best, and they're like, the owner, which is a millionaire, little Asian Chinese guy, what the fuck was his name? I don't even remember his name, but he was the owner of JBL Greenland in Baldwin Park, California. What the fuck was his name? I don't know. But yeah, it was a bunch of really strong, powerful characters and with random stories. That was the beautiful thing about Kirby and just put me in perspective. So many, like I was dealing, I was in random people's house giving them demos. I could tell, I'm could, going to tell stories about that eventually. As it were, one day we were like, okay, Rico, we we got one slot left for this trip to Vegas. We're going to go for, to Vegas. We'll stay at a hotel. We'll pay for the hotel for a week. But the only request from my Wang Lee, the guy who was t- driving the van, not the owner though. so actually, that was a misspeak. The owner didn't give a shit. He was some Asian rich guy who did some you know, crazy ass little fucking, you, you know, he's cooked out. fucking like never admitted it, but you could, he'd be in the morning telling the whole meeting guys, get to work, get to work. We sell the fucking carpet, you sell it, you sell it, but I'm also dead. We used to walk to the the cold water in the ice field in the cold water. Like, okay, dude, like, we'll get out there. He's like, I feel free, we don't feel nothing. So I said, sure. I'll be glad to see if I can go sling some things and. Las Vegas, obviously, duh. I'll send <laughs> Just Hold all the presses, folks. He said, but the only condition of you coming with us is you don't drink or play slots or gamble. If you can do that, you can come. They were like, we want to see you be responsible. But for cause some reason, for I don't know why they would think that. I was just a reckless motherfucker. Hmm. I wonder where they got that damn idea. Well, I agreed and I followed the rule. I went, dang, I did the whole week. And I, the only time I bought anything was I bought. finally bought some wine on the way out, the way driving back from Vegas to Baldwin Park. Only then did I sit my first alcohol in the seven days, and I felt like that was a thing for man to man to watch them go and drink every night and gamble every night and to stand strong, in my oath to not, it was very good. But now this whole preface was to build up the fact that one of these nights when I was knocking on this seven-day trip in Vegas with these salesmen, I went up to this door, and it was late. Nah, I was already upset. See if you can frame yourself in here with me. How me and this black girl from Congo, Africa, named Deborah, Deborah, spoke French and English. Deborah and her sister, Esther. So it was actually Esther, because Deborah was a... Nice that's how you say her name, too. She used to hate She's like, I hate how you say my name, because I'd be like, Deborah. (laughs) but i actually went with them one weekend because they were jesus free fucking insane jesus zealots i needed not jesus freaking insane like that's my older that's me back in xbox live days calling say fuck your mom dude type shit but so instead i'll say they were zealots to the extreme levels which is beautiful but these two sisters from the congo and so, but they were good. They were powerful workers because they'll get the job done. They knock door to door, tch, 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 run the script. Tch, tch, tch. Hello, come, here, come here. And So whether people talk shit or not, they were reliable and they were consistent. Because you got you got smart mouth guys like me, but they are all talk, no fucking, no no action whatsoever. It's like, so when you get that comes down to it motherfuckers are pussies and can't knock doors and everything so it's like when you they were they were just good congo girls and they would get the job done so they they got they got their chance too we all exhibited reasons on why we were worth taking chances on so it's me and f stern it's already nothing but when you're knocking door to door you want to knock your door okay cool cool. but then around six seven they're eating dinner eight nine they're winding down How late do you, well they're pushing us every day, put knock till 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, like nigga, people are just trying to be, but that's the difference between boys and gods. Well, I was upset because me and Esther were knocking and I was not, I was already done because I was in this house, this fucking stupid ass bitch. She was giving me vibes like I was gonna. She was gonna buy them at the very end after this amazing demonstration. All the energy. She's like, well, psych. Oh, I got a like some crazy objection that I couldn't over- Like I just, oh, she fucking. But like, because oh, that, that's how they get you, folks. You net, It's not the eager ones. So, but that being said, as it were. I was salty that the whole cell didn't go through. I just did a two-hour demo, but it was still not too salty. It was still a good experience or whatever. And me and Deborah, they were like, okay, we're going to keep knocking. We're like really nigga?" But it's like they're trying to go back with numbers to prove to, to the boss boss. So it's like they're going to make sure their demo guys, are when they're not in houses, they're not knocking on the streets. We are very, very on it like that. Never sitting in the van from... no. It's like if you're in the house, you're on the street knocking. You better get yourself in, or cause we or else we had canvassers who would knock and try to get into. So whoever gets in first, but we're just getting in demos. Well, Esther was knocking, even though I was like, I'm done. You can go ahead and knock. She's like, Well, I'm going to keep on knocking this street. I'm not going to waste my time, and I was like, I'm fucking done. He thought he, that. He's gonna come in thirty minutes pick us up and go back to the hotel for then i'm done with it and she's like okay whatever so she's walking and i'm just across the street lingering hiding because i'm obviously not a hater and i'm not gonna block her hustle so i'm just like in the creek across the street like slithering in the shadows as she's and just kind of listening to her pitches when she's not well she asked the poor little esther oh sweet poor little esther from congo just jesus freak bitch i was like oh hey She's in the shadows and she knocked this door. Ch-ch-ch. This guy opens up the door. It's some American guy in Vegas here that we're knocking for this Kirby trip. She says, What? Why are you knocking on my door? She's like, Hello. He's like, No. Why are you knocking? He's fucking just screaming at her. He's screaming at her just in this yelling like, ah, go away. You're not supposed to be like, and I wanted to just run and be like, dude, shut the fuck up. I was so upset. And I was like, it was hard because like, just to hear Esther take that and he slammed the door in her face. And then she's just like, dude, she like nothing happened. And I run up to her and I'm like, Esther, are you all right? She's like, yeah, I know. not don't bother me. She's, she's, you know, always had to cope. But I'm like, all hey, right, man, fuck that dude. Don't listen to him. You're awesome. Fuck that fool, dude. That <laughs> he was way out of line. Man, Esther, are you cool? She was, I was like, damn, I was, my emotions were high. So I was like, I'm going to knock. You know what? I'm going to fucking knock. Because I need, like, I'm sitting here tripping. I'm like, <laughs> like damn, get this dude hooked. asshole, dude. And I was like, okay. Shit, you not so with it. Oh God, because I would not have knocked otherwise. I go knock this fucking door, you guys. Help! I was like, what? I knock again. I'm like, what? Because that could have been anything. Couldn't even be Nick. I could have literally just imagined that noise and out of due to psychosis. So I again. Help! I was like, okay, wait a second now. I just knocked in twice in a row, and two times, when, right after I knocked, I heard help in a faint voice. I was like, am I losing it right now? Or did that just happen? Again. Help! okay okay so that's the third time's a charm and three was a magic number so this is, okay i'm not crazy but now my defense mechanism come in self-preservation is someone fucking with me why am i hearing someone is that just like someone as soon as i knock they're just hitting a little button that's uh, it's like a, a tape that says help how do i but it's obvious because it says help it's not it's, it's through the door but I could obviously hear the word help and it's right after I knock, so they're it's, like, oh, it's, it's unusual, the situation, It's needless to say. So I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not leaving the door, but what if I was, I was like, what if I, was, I put my mouth, I cup, I cup my hands over my mouth and put it, my hands, make a seal into the crack of the door. And I just kind of speak, try to yell, in a sense, through the door with my hands cupped, like, hey, someone in there yelling help, just with my hands cupped against the door. And all of a sudden, because I needed hardcore confirmation that I'm not going like that. Because I'm thinking like, I hear help, but it could be anyone fucking with somebody. And all of a sudden, I hear after I say, hey, someone's screaming for help in there. Just because I'm still running off the adrenaline of me hearing what just happened to poor little Esther right around the corner there. Boom, I hear, yeah, please help me. I'm like, okay, that is somebody. It is a girl's voice. It is what's up. And she was like, the door is open, locked. And now, now this is the thing. Before she answered, I was gonna, I had the phone in hand, and I was gonna just call that one right because I was like, help, somebody's help. So I don't think I just completely was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Like, why not just go? Because this is why. Because it sounded urgent, like help, help. And I was right there, and I'm a young, capable man, twenty two year old Rico, and it's just. Just little young scrupulous lad. I'm as good as any EMT or fucking low level, punk ass bitch ass cop. And not, I wasn't anything that hardcore about it. But honestly, I I did have the phone in hand. I was about to dial. Like my hand was, my thumb was going for the nine. But then, I realized, she she she's like, the door's open. Please hurry. From inside, and I was like, they're gonna take forever. Like, let me just see what's up. Like, it's obviously you're asking for help real quick. So I consciously put the phone back in my pocket, like, and it was like, you're making this choice, kid. Boom, I hope it pays off. Put the phone back in my pocket. Go put my hand on the door. Locked. I was like, fuck! Look. Deborah, I walked well, then, then, and then, as soon as I realized and okay, then I was like, oh shit, like, let me go get a witness. Go run over to Esther across the street. I was like, hey, listen. I just told her really quick what happened. I just knocked on this girl's door. The door's locked. So I'm about to jump in the backyard. She's asking for help. Just Come. Come with me. So I have a witness, and I'm not just breaking into a house. And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Just come with me." She's like, "Okay." So we run over the fence. I'm like, "I'm gonna hop over." She's like, "I can't hop over." I was like, "Shit, we wait here." Just I want you to know that I'm not going crazy. That someone is in there. Like, just want you know, like just in case. I was like, I called her for a witness. It's like that's how fucking g I am. Hopped over the fence like Wolverine, and she was just like, "Not, no chance." Run around in the back, sliding door in the backyard, locked. I was like, "Damn!" I go to the window, locked. Damn! What is the land supposed to do? Cause now I'm invested. Now I'm in the backyard. I put my eye up to the blinds up on the the locked sliding door. I see all this big white wolf dog, just pure white husky thing. And it almost simultaneously, as I seen it through the crack and noticed me, and then I at this almost simultaneously to that, I noticed a doggy door and it ran towards the doggy door and i put my hand on the doggy door so that way it can't come out so it's basically i'm just holding it towards like the flap can't come out and i'm just like well now i'm in the backyard holding the doggy door with this big husky and now there's a girl presumably under the side house like, up. because i was like i would i'm trying to help somebody I'm not, i don't want to get hurt in any way because now that would just make it like less worth it to do so i'm saying like okay if i were to just run because I I was just camming ideas like okay because I didn't expect this big husky like if I were to not get past this husky what are my options I was like if I run I think it would nip me in the butt before I can take it from like let go run I think about it would be able to get out the door and get me before I can hop the fence I was like but then I heard her I was like she could tell the dog was barking and I was like so she knew it was me trying to get in and I was not coming in because I was scared of the dog she was smart enough to know she was yelling his name whatever the name was I forgot the fucking name at this point years later But I started saying the name, too. I was, like, repeating the name. I was, like, yeah, whatever his name was, whatever his name was. Because she was, like, saying his name, like, calling him. Like, trying to kind of calm down. And so I was, like, well, if I say his name, he's going to think I'm a friend. So I said his name, stuck my hand in the dog door. Didn't bite me. He actually backed up like a pussy. And I always thought that was funny. I thought that was, like, what is that? Because I was scared of him because of his size, but he was a fucking baby. I didn't realize at the time he was only nine months. I crawled through the doggy door. Luckily, I'm a tiny little fuck. And... When I see you when I first walk in, is now I don't know nothing at this point, right? So I, I boom, I go. I'm in the kitchen, to run through the dining room. I'm like, whoo, whoo, whoo. just kind of making my way through this house here. And finally, I come to the living room. There's a wheelchair and there's a woman on the floor. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I kind of just hop over to her, pick her up, set her down on the chair. Ooh, like just reset. Hello, welcome. Hey, welcome to Earth. It's Rico Rocks here. And at this time, was I Rico? I don't know. But at this time? No, this preview before I was named Rico, even. Rico Rocks. This was my. pre Rico Rocks, this. That's how I'll go, folks. Rico Rocks, right, right, right before. Just <laughs> Young gentleman, there's a little baby Rico. Baby Rico rocks, man. You know, I had a Rico rocks plant. It might still be alive out there. Well, when the first thing I noticed when I looked at this, because at first I was just looking for blood or damages, because you know, I was like, okay, cool. I like, I feel it like completion and goal, go, because it all came. Now I got some closure. Like, ooh, it was a woman in a city. She falling off the chair, and I got on a chair. Like, whew. So now then I was like, so I'm assessing her looking all of a sudden, boom, I looked, and I was like, it's a young girl. She's beautiful. That was a girl my age. And I was like, whoa. And it's cause I was expecting it to be like old granny, because when I think she's seen girl on the floor in a wheelchair. She was young. And I said, Whoa, you're you're young. And she's like, Yeah. And I'm Rico. She's like, I'm cat. And for once in my life I was speechless. And she's like, yeah, thank you so much. I'd never fallen out of my chair before. And I didn't know how long my dad's at work. And he's the, it's only me and him here. And I was so afraid for my life because I was just like afraid, afraid and panicking. And, oh, and the tank thing was getting choked up on the wheel. And you, thank you so much for coming by somehow and being able to break and just being able to still come in without knowing nothing. I was like, it's any no problem. Are you okay? Like, wow. I don't know what to say, but I'm so glad I knocked right now. Holy fuck. And I I was really just kind of blown back, and I didn't want to be just kind of lingering, but I was like, I was just emotions referring to me. I was like, okay, well, you're so welcome. I'm such a pleasure to meet you. I guess I'll go on my way. And as soon as I left, as soon as I started walking down the street, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. How can I leave without getting more information about her? Like, Whoa. What if that's like meant to be soulmate shit? So I left my Instagram on a note on the door. I was like, "Hey man, my name is blank blank blank. I was the guy who helped you out last night. If you don't have to do nothing, but I just felt like maybe if you ever did ever ever in your life wanted to ever contact me, this is my Instagram at the time. Now my Instagram is hyper theorist methodologies. Hyper theorist methodologies, and I have my SoundCloud, which is just Rico rocks. Rico rocks on SoundCloud. Don't forget to like and follow this. Please follow this and share with everybody. As I'll conclude this story, thank you very much, folks. I do appreciate you. Episode 11. And when I woke up the next morning, I was emotional. That whole night changed my paradigm. I was sat back in bed. And I was like, you guys, I was telling everyone, I just saved this chick. Oh my fucking God. I don't know. I'm really life with his life. They're like, what Like, what are you talking about? Like, they had no idea what the fuck I just went through. And it was, and so I'm going to sleep while everyone else drinks and gambles for the night. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck, I'm going to go to sleep so that way I don't have to think about other people gambling and me not. I woke up and sure shit, Kat, her little fucking beautiful, gorgeous ass, hey, cat, if you ever hear this shit, baby, sweet face, I love you and I'll marry you if you ever let me. She liked me on Instagram and I think that would be such a romantic story to tell kids if we ever had kids like, hey how'd you meet daddy like oh he saved me so that's my little that's my little dream girl out there on the wheelchair you're a little paraplegic chick i don't know what's up with her too much she she's a feminazi kind of chick i don't know and i'm kind of a fucking chauvinistic just but fucking i need i need some pussy bitch but hey if she could ever get that little thing like, i would love for you baby and i would treat you so right I would just need to, oh, baby, because I'm really sweet, baby. Anyways, folks, thank you so much for listening. That was my story about how I saved a chicken in Vegas one time, and it was great times. So, this is Rico Rocks. Thank you. Free your mind. Stay sharp. Stay positive. Free your mind. Stay positive. Mental giant. Thank you, folks. Goodbye. Stay Free your mind. Break free.